Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Is December 13th, 2022, and there is a new NXT Women's Champion. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined as always by Alfred Conway. Issa is feeling a little under the weather. She's out tonight. But Alfred and I are here to discuss the news. Very well done intro, by the way. I am up. Oh, no, here, you want to, I, I can even get it more pumped. Okay, here we go. It is December 13th, 2022, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Alfred and the Chipmunk. I love it. <laughs> this mixer, this mixer continues to pay for itself <laughs> with entertainment but before we dive into nxt the new women's champion what is going on in the news too much is going on in the news glenn including the big breaking news story of the day return to the mac <laughs> vincent kennedy mcmahon is reportedly interested in a wwe comeback he's told people close to him this according to wall street journal that he is planning to come back he felt he was given bad advice when he retired at the age of 77 and it looks like he's going to be plotting behind the scenes just like you see on succession just like logan roy has done time and again where he is going to come back into the power after being yeeted out of his own company and this is really just playing off. WWE continues to be just like Succession and Vince McMahon returning to the family business. There's going to be a lot of unrest, a lot of people nervous. But let's not bury the lead in that also there are some fresh allegations from a couple of women. Uh, and in this story, that is where it was found that Vince McMahon is planning on coming back to WWE. So, Glenn, how do you see this playing out? Well, if I know anything from watching Succession, one... I, I do think he's been floating the idea, but I think the story was leaked or planted to generate some worry and concern about him coming back and nip it in the bud. 
that could be it. There could absolutely be an element of that. The stock price did go down just a slight tad bit, but I don't think people should really be worried about the stock price because come 2023, 2024, WWE is going to come up. They're going to make upwards of 2 to $3 billion possibly on a new TV deal, and that's going to take care of any type of concern of a stock price. So I think in terms of timing-wise, Vince McMahon, and I don't think this is a mistake, I think a Vince McMahon comeback being planned now that there's going to be these negotiations, uh, I fully expect this man to come back i really do I really think this country is designed and written the laws were written by men like vince mcmahon to protect people like vince mcmahon with all that money and i think it's only a matter of time you know maybe i'm watching too much succession but i absolutely think that this man this time next year will be fully empowered wow i mean I could see if ratings go down him making the case because remember, even in succession, it was every time one of the kids tripped up or something happened that Logan would then be like, Oh, you know, can't leave rap alone. The game needs me. (laughs) Uh, But I don't know. I think, uh, I think H is still on a bit of a winning streak. And, uh, but, but if he slips, that's what he's got to watch out for the old man. I don't think any of that matters to Vince McMahon. If Vince McMahon, to his perspective, and this is not me rooting for Vince McMahon to come back, but this is his company. He, if we know anything about Vince McMahon. He's a workaholic. He's obsessed with wrestling. He's a control freak. The last thing he ever wanted was to be thrown out of his company to where he cannot work anymore. So he's going to plan to come back by any means necessary. And if he's able to find those inroads, it doesn't matter, I don't think, to Vince McMahon, how well WWE is doing, who's in charge, whose era we're in. I think Vince McMahon's coming back. And if he wants to come back and he tries to, I really do think that he's going to succeed just based on how kind of messed up the laws in this country are. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, man. Brian M, $5 super chat. Thank you, Brian, saying as a ref training student at Reality of Wrestling, I want to give a shout out to the new hey. NXT Women's Champion, Roxanne Perez. Going to talk about that. Apparently a lot to talk about. A lot of speculation going on. And before we really get into that, and anything related to it. I just want to note that anything discussed about Mrs. Rose is purely speculation. We were off air trying to get the details. In fact, we have none of that stuff, but I just wanted as a precursor to say purely speculation of anything we talk about related to Roxanne and Mandy Rose. But um, let's talk a little more about this mystic man situation. (laughs) You're earning, you? that, that you're earning that next charcuterie board, Alfred. No, no, no. Listen, I'm going to miss Vince McMahon. He <laughs> tweeted out those Fast Nationals when Rampage was down at record lows. That was that came from Mr. McMahon himself. And I think he just got bored doing that. Like, why is Vince McMahon wanting to come back? Well, because what's he do? I mean, it's actually funny. It's actually funny that he hasn't pulled, like, a Trump. Actually, maybe Vince – oh, maybe Vince has, like, a burner account. It's, like, the hottest IWC troll account on Reddit and Twitter. You know? I – I think if he was like of another generation, I just think he's so old that he doesn't care about the internet and whatnot, but I wouldn't doubt that there are some burner accounts out there, either from Vince or from his constituents and whatnot. But uh, I just, um, there's a lot of heat around Vince McMahon and he got quote unquote canceled, but as we've seen time again, these kind of things- canceled. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's be clear. Like there's canceling, like, oh, somebody said something or made a joke or- used a word they really oh, no, shouldn't see, have used and that's like, the problem with cancel yeah. culture is that the word cancel has been so yeah. bastardized that what you're describing is has unfortunately been associated yeah. with cancel culture. what happened to vince mcmahon was getting canceled was there well, are stories about you that were horrible in terms of the Wall serious Street allegations serious allegations criminal nature and he got removed from his post immediately yeah. overnight that is yes. getting canceled but because you know people get so offended about everything and twitter is such a cesspool and 
this is wrong and that's wrong. You know, cancel culture has been bastardized. I mean, I, I agree. Somebody off. But what happened to Vince McMahon, that is the textbook definition of getting canceled. Yes. But yeah, big difference between that or, you know, whatever CEO said something wrong right. and stupid, like on yeah. a phone. Well, I mean, was it Papa John's CEO that was like, oh, no, yeah. you really shouldn't have. Now it was a terrible idea. But like, there's that. And then there's criminal actions. One is. I would I would hope that we could still see even in this day and age one is worse than the other. Yes, no, absolutely. I, I hope we could, but this day and age again, it's a day to day. It's a twenty four hour no, news true. cycle. It's, it's people getting uh, upset over everything. But let's not lose sight of the fact that you know Vince McMahon. Not only did he get removed from power, but now as the plot thickens in all these stories, and remember the Triple H era has been so great. And I think I don't yeah. think everything has been great about it. There's definitely been some faults, but there's a lot of long-term stories in place. And if Vince McMahon comes back, which who knows when that could be, I mean, Triple H better wrap these stories up. Like, <laughs> because Vince McMahon <laughs> will get in the power be like, who the hell is an Uncle Howdy? And uh, we're going to be into for some uh, pretty creative. What's adventures. going on with maximum male models? Yeah. Where's that 24 seven title? I like so yeah. much. So uh, it, it will be, it will be, I mean, it will be the best thing for AEW. Vince McMahon comes back today. It'll be great. It'll be an early Christmas gift for AEW. I, I think AEW should be excited. They just got Michael Mansuri, which is, you know, forget all these former WWE stars are bringing in. Michael Mansuri, from a production standpoint, should make a world of difference in AEW. That's a guy who they thought was going to replace Kevin Dunn. And so with that and Vince McMahon potentially coming back, not only because of what would happen in front of the camera and creative, and I think creative would get worse with Vince McMahon back, but also... It would thrust WWE into chaos behind the scenes. People would get paranoid. All these Triple H hires who've just come back are going to be worried about their jobs. Oh, yeah. And you're going to get a bad locker room. Basically, what happened to AEW in 2022 might happen to WWE in 2023 if Vince McMahon comes back. So Vince is going to say, I'm doing the post-pay-per-view media scrum, and I'm going to speak my mind. Okay, that I want to see. See, that would be a good idea for Vince McMahon to come back. You know what? They should bring Vince McMahon back as just a spokesperson, that, that he gets to be in the post-media scrums dealing with the media and their questions. I mean, look, I'm all for a good shit show. Like, live for that, love to watch it, but I don't think it's what's best for WWE. Oh, no, Entertaining. Entertaining. I think people are losing sight. A lot of people are saying, oh, I don't want Vince to come in. I think the consensus with a lot of wrestling fans is they don't want Vince to come back. That's all well and good. They're not going to be part of this equation. Vince McMahon owns the majority of this company. And if he wants to come back, the way boards are set up, the way ownership is set up, I do think that he will be able to finagle a way to come back. It's all going to be timing and public perception. If maybe six months goes by, and unfortunately, as much as I hate to admit this, this is a 24-hour news cycle country that forgets stories or regurgitates. There's a man who became president despite all the allegations against him. So I don't think for one second that it's out of the realm of possibility that an old, rich, white man wants to be in power and gets to be in power. Okay, so if this is succession, Shane O'Mac is in Vince's ear. And he's just like, you know, Stephanie and Triple H, they orchestrated this entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> see, I would I would love to see what's going on behind the scene. And I could see that. <laughs> Shane O'Mac. Because we haven't seen Shane O'Mac in the I know, H. that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be crazy. The power struggle for this is gonna be nuts. I mean, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh Kelvin Alexander, five dollars tonight was a weird show. It wasn't bad, it just felt strange. It did feel strange felt very strange but you know they've done the end of the year when ray ripley became champion that was like last show of the year they've they've done sort of these uh i mean do, are, we, are we even live next week are they are they going to tape two shows next week are they gonna do end of year awards like i feel like between now and new year's evil like 
we are get there is going to be a show next week. There's going to be the the tag match, but um, yeah, I don't think a lot's going to be happening between now and New Year's Eve. I mean, that is a good point about Rhea, but the big difference is the Rhea Ripley win was a slow build and yeah. really built up and built up. And Shayna Baszler, it's pretty much the same situation where this unstoppable, undefeated heel against this baby face on the rise, they built her up, they built her up, they built her up, and then finally it was time for her to win. And that was one of the few shows that beat AEW because of how well they built it up. This was completely the opposite, where you do have the hot baby face, but she immediately got the title shot. And I think that kind of undercut People. the meaning of not only that title, rain but the big title change yeah and look roxanne perez not my pick but audience clearly loves her it's cool that as roxy she had the ring of honor championship earlier this year now getting this in nxt like i think she's very talented very good in the ring it's just from a storyline point of view i have felt there hasn't been natural momentum in the i mean even the alba fire thing felt like placeholder a little bit but since then we haven't had any clearly defined um just pathway that we were on yeah and we're gonna get into more of that for the nxt show we got to wrap up some of these news stories and uh i have a bit on vince mcmahon that just dropped tonight pro wrestling bits at pro wrestling bits and you know what i was doing when this story broke i was interviewing the one and only soraya and we both oh. found out together so if you want to see soraya's unfiltered reaction to vince mcmahon potentially coming back into power i asked her about it right there on the spot uh check it out this week it will be an interview wow. with me and soraya dropped it was a fantastic interview she's very fun to talk to uh, so me and Soraya discussing, and maybe she revealed who her tag team partner. Yeah, I was gonna I say. Asked her, I asked her about that too. Maybe she revealed it. You're gonna have to check it out. Wow, crazy. You know, thinking about it, it could be it could be AJ Lee. It does kind of make sense given her history with Soraya and everything. That'd be dope. That'd be really dope. Yeah, it was, well, it'd be dope except for let's be honest, like <laughs> expectations. You think you're getting a Nintendo for Christmas, and they got you, you know something that's not a nintendo and as a kid there'd be a shit like you could get me all the transformers i would have had a shit fit in 1987 yeah. had i not gotten that nintendo for christmas yeah and that's gonna be the dynamic you do a one month build to a big show like they're gonna expect something big and it doesn't have to be sasha banks but if it's not who boy you better have something I, I know uh isa was talking about lita that'd be a good choice i do dope. think aj styles all things considered AJ, AJ Lee. Forget about AJ, I mean, Lee. AJ Lee. Yes, yes. AJ Lee. But the CM Punk thing kind of screws that up. So I fully don't expect that to happen. But, uh, you think AJ Styles happen. chose the name AJ Styles as a tribute to Furious Styles and Boys in the Hood? I would like to believe that. But uh, as I know, AJ Styles enjoys DC talk. So I don't think Boys in the Hood is his type of hip hop. I think it's more Christian hip hop. When I was watching Boys in the Hood last week, I was like, Furious Styles is like the dopest name. Yeah. Although we learned Furious is not his real first name. Also, Lawrence Fishburne's like six years older than Cuba Gooding Jr. I know, it's crazy. You would never know that. <laughs> Old enough to be his grandpa. I mean, look. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what else is in the news? Well, uh, Matt Riddle, I'm sure this was covered on Raw, but more has come out in terms of his disappearance from television. Appears as if rat Matt Riddle has failed not one, but two drug test with WWE's wellness violation and he is to attend rehab and be off TV no less than six weeks so Matt Riddle was written off of television on last week's Raw after being brutalized by Solo Sokoa don't expect to see him back and it looks like he's uh, dealing with some pretty serious issues uh, and uh, just a lot of speculation so I don't want to say what has oh, been reported but it's not weed <laughs> you know a lot of people are going to jump to that speculation WWE I, does not test for weed anymore in terms of the, the wellness violation 
the unfortunate reality of when they do things like involve Jeff Hardy's personal demons oh, yeah. in a storyline, or let's give Matt Riddle this gimmick where every third thing is a reference to doing drugs. It's unfortunate, and it makes light of a very real situation. I'm not comparing marijuana for, to harder drugs. I mean, I think we're beyond that, but this is just very unfortunate. I hope he gets the treatment that he needs. Hey, forget the harder drugs. They use his family leaving him in a storyline. Yeah. Best believe when he comes back, those Yayo storylines are going to be wild in terms of WWE using these real-life storylines. There's not a doubt in my mind that WWE will yeah. do a storyline with that, which is kind of unfortunate. I just hope they do a storyline about him dating Misha Montana. There you go. Who uh, shows up in my um, certain sections of the website that I like to go to for professional reasons only. Professional reasons, Misha Montana. Check her out. But I really do hope Matt Riddle gets uh, helping these. But it is kind of concerning that they do seem to be protecting him in all that's gone down with him. I don't think there's been a more protected wrestler in recent memory than Matt Riddle in terms of the allegations that have been against him in terms of now what we're seeing is a very serious issue, potentially failing these wellness violations. And I do not recall there being a suspension the first time, which is supposed to be made public. There's supposed to be 30-day suspensions. Mm. None of that happened. And there are people in WWE who are in a similar situation as Matt Riddle who got fired and nothing was swept under the rug and nobody was protected. But Riddle seems to be protected, and that's what doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, I don't I don't get the calculation for that. I mean, God, you know, I know we've talked about this off the air before, but it's very interesting sometimes what barometer they use. But it probably also plays uh it, pro it probably also factors in what their relationships are like backstage as far as how much of a benefit of the doubt they're given and uh presumption of you know, no wrongdoing. Yeah. So uh you know? Riddle get well soon. Hopefully he's able to I know a lot of people are fantasy booking him to come back at the Royal Rumble. I really don't think he should be rushed back. I, I think when well, he's Rumble's ready like and healthy. a month away. Right, but these aren't month-long problems. If you fail to drug test for what he's yeah. been doing and his life seems to be spiraling from an outsider looking in, I do think that it, this is more than a one-month problem. Yeah, and I just want to make it clear to the chat. Like, look, I know people are speculating about whatever's going on with Mandy, um, but one, we don't want to trade in speculation on this podcast not when it comes to like wrestlers personal issues personal lives Two, if this has anything to do with any sort of leaked material of any kind like i'm sorry we're not discussing that in the chat we're not sharing links like if somebody's privacy was violated in any way shape or form like the wrestling inc chat room and podcast is not a forum for that yes very well said and um again just for journalistic purposes we tried to see if there's any validity to this and see these photos but we're unable to secure these photos so this is not anything that we will be discussing and giving credence to but we will be maybe incorporating some speculation but that's all it is it's only speculation and we'd like to make that yeah, crystal clear it's just it's so we're living in such an interesting time where wrestlers have i mean i'm just gonna say paywall content and if there's paywall content, like more power to them, no judgment, get paid, do what you got to do, you know, uh, make that money. But if people are taking stuff that's meant to be kept behind a paywall and leaking it, that's wrong. And people have taken action on that in the past. I mean, that's what the Digital Millennium Copyright Act is there for. But then furthermore, you know, you have situations like all the hacks a few years ago, and that's just outright criminal where you're yeah. taking someone's private photos and information so i mean i don't know just doesn't sit right with me trading in any of that i think uh you know consent of uh images of a revealing nature i mean that's something that i think is is very important to respect 
That's very well said. And before we move on to the final news story, I'd like to give credit to Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net for breaking the story about Matt Riddle. And that first alleged failed drug test or wellness violation occurred around the summer. And this is why it is believed he missed a match, I believe it was supposed to happen at SummerSlam with Seth Rollins, and they ended up rescheduling it to clash at the castle. Hmm. Our final story is more speculation and... Uh, this got really wild really quickly. And the second I saw this picture, I knew this was exactly where it was going. Poor Mia Yim had to deactivate her Twitter account because a photo of her and Austin Theory in a very suggestive position, you know, clearly playing around, but a very suggestive position was online. It was a WWE photo where she had her legs wrapped around Austin Theory or whatnot. You can go look at the photo for yourself, but playful position. Nonetheless, Twitter comment section went nuts over it. Keith Lee memes went crazy and Mia Yim found herself defending the photo saying she is still dating her husband, Keith Lee, still dating her but husband. that only made it worse. People went crazy and Mia Yim has deactivated her Twitter account after being caught in the African frog trot position alongside Austin Theory, who was also holding Chibani yogurt at the same time. So this is a pretty wild story. Uh, very unfortunate that Mia had to deactivate her Twitter account there, Glenn. Was there a sponsored Chibani post? <laughs> it was not it was not sponsored by Giovanni yogurt but i mean that is one way to get a these are valid questions it is a valid question it's very valid question you have to tag that sponsored i understand how toxic twitter is and i'm not one to say that men and women can't be friends and i do not want to even give credence to the trolls who bullied mia yim off twitter Having said that, yeah, okay, okay, okay. The majority of you in the chat, go look at the photo with me. If you saw your spouse in a position like this with a younger, more shredded coworker, I mean, I know I would feel some type of way. And having that in public, I mean, I don't know who leaked that. I don't think Mia Yim clearly did not do that, but it's just maybe err on the side of not taking pictures like that because the world we live in, this is exactly what's going to happen. I mean. I think, look, isn't it funny given what's happened with Twitter in the last like six weeks that people aren't realizing that maybe we all need to behave a little bit better online and not rush to conclusions and join a mob and like pile on people. So I guess no matter how much some things change, other things still remain the same. Oh, yeah. And they've gotten worse since Elon took over. So this mob mentality thing, that is not something we can control. It's just how but it's always been within weird, us. But that's the weird part, right? Because I yeah. bet you that all the people that joined in on this also have some very strong feelings about his behavior. That That's sure. where it's just like, oh, who was it? Kurt Cobain, somebody had the famous quote, like, if you hate something, don't become it too. You know, it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know, no, that is absolutely. And uh, there's now discussion about men and women being friends in the chat. I do believe men and women can be friends. I'm just saying that that is one. Well, of according the to when Harry met Sally, around. it's not possible. And I think yeah. that you know that's really the definitive. It can happen, ladies. Rob and gentlemen. Reiner it, said everything that needs to be said with that. Stella <laughs> uh, Justin Lopez, four ninety nine. Look, I understand it was playful, but you should know people were going to come for her. you. Got to mm-hmm. be self aware with the content. He was. I mean, look, I. Now, did she post it? Well, that, that's an important oh, distinction. I don't believe the ones that I saw were posted by other people. So, it, I mean, she took the picture, which it's wild. You work for WWE and these pictures leak all the time. People get fired left and right and they leak pictures. So taking a picture like that and knowing that that could be public, she really, I'm not going to say she should have known better, but she should have been prepared for the smoke because, you know, 
that is just a, a very uh, spicy picture to be taking, uh, given the circumstances. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've got I've got thoughts and feelings, but I'm gonna be uh, respectful. No, express the thoughts and feelings. I do think she can do whatever she. She. My thing is, she seems to be taken aback and, and upset as she should be. It's never a good thing to get bullied on Twitter and whatnot. But there was a way this could have been avoided. Sure. No, I agree. Um, but also, you don't know the dynamic. Okay, so here's the number one thing. It's like things, people people get involved in couples' relationships sometimes. And I understand if, you know, somebody's being unfaithful, you know, betrayed, taking something private should be made public. But also, we don't know the dynamics of people's relationships. We don't know what people are insecurity about. We don't. I mean, if Keith's not bothered by it, who who are we to be bothered? How do we know he's not? Maybe that's part of the reason why. She but that's but that's 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 his battle. Like, even if you stand Keith, your job is not to be online and be like, you know, yo, Keith, I think your woman's being disrespectful. Like, also, what kind of bullshit backwards ass like 1950s thinking is that? Or it's like, you know, I mean, yeah, like who the fuck knows, man? And who cares? I don't know. It's just very odd. It's just very odd. Yeah, no, it is definitely very odd. But content like that is always going to bring about that type of reaction, unfortunately. So and if they all worked for the same company still and Vince was in charge, this would be a storyline. 100%. And maybe that is the reasoning behind this. Maybe they were working out a possible angle, but this was a photo that was sent. I saw it. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Have to hijack this a second. Wrestlers, when they get caught doing something, they say, (laughs) We were working on a storyline. That's like that old sitcom trope when you catch people kissing. We were rehearsing a play. Rehearsing. (laughs) It was just practice. I was practicing. I swear to God. You ever heard that? We were rehearsing a community theater production. It's where, a great Cardi alibi. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. It's just, Let me tell you all something right now. Silly shit, man. Let me tell you something right now. Yeah. There are forces within WWE that are using every Machiavellian trick to try to get AEW stars to jump ship, whether it's outright tampering, whether it's pairing Rhea Ripley with Dominic Mysterio as a couple, knowing that she's with Buddy Matthews. Things don't happen by mistake. And I wouldn't be surprised if these photos leaking were from some, you know, maybe the guy taking the photo was like, hey, why don't you jump on Austin Theory just playfully and put your legs around him? Yeah, yeah, like that. And now he's going to leak it out there to telegraph to Keith Lee. Hey, look what your woman's doing. Why don't you come back to WWE so you can be closer to her? I wouldn't be surprised. Alfred, fuck this podcast. You and me, we just got to, we got to pitch our succession-esque behind the scenes at a professional wrestling company, (laughs) like half hour dramedy i'd love it you know we're trying to break up people from rival promotions like everyone's scheming like too much too much here like this it. is way more interesting than what goes on on the actual programming i agree this is going to be better than the podcast ladies and gentlemen i i'm, I'm warning you because <laughs> yeah. nxt wasn't much of a show tonight even though it was very newsworthy i feel like all these stories and, and our ideas are going to be better yeah i think uh i mean this is interesting here we are look at this 25 minutes on the news says something yeah and it was a big news day and there was a lot going on yeah but vince coming back oh oh that's not good be afraid everybody fingers crossed just hope that the the cancel culture is still fresh on vince this is the thing about cancel culture i'm not anti-cancel culture i'm anti what's happened to it but people do need to be canceled for certain reasons but the more you do it and the more frivolous things you cancel people for then it gets roped off into this thing where it's like even when somebody deserves to get canceled, it's like, oh, screw that. Who cares? Come on. Stop being cancel culture. And that might be what gets Vince McMahon back in the door. 
that's the thing. And I'm not excusing any any bad behavior on anyone's part. And I think there should be consequences for it. But I don't know. Like, I think you can't just lump it all in the same category and have it be like you said something dumb. And like, you know, I'm trying to get the worst person I could think of. And I don't even want to mention their name. But it's like you can't have a spectrum of like atrocious behavior and just have it all lumped in the same bucket. You know, we have different sentencing regulations for that exact reason in the criminal justice system. So Vincent Man comes back. Who's getting fired first? Come on. Who's getting well, maybe Keith. I don't know. I was gonna say maybe uh no, maybe uh Mia Yim, maybe Mia Yim. uh Karen Cross. <laughs> oh, Karen Cross might be one. Uh, yeah. I don't like fantasy booking people's career, but you know, Vince will no, like, come back and try and fire Keith and be like, What? He's not with the company anymore? I fired him last time. <laughs> Bring him back so I can fire him again. <laughs> that would be in our series. He'll rehire EC3 <laughs> yeah. so he can fire him again. That'll be his first move. You know, just, just to warm up. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Crazy times. Vinny Mac. He's coming back, everybody. Get ready. Be afraid. Royal Rumble, number 30. Hey, there you go. Maybe he could win. Be a two-time Royal Rumble winner. If Vince McMahon comes back and wins the Royal Rumble, I'm, I'm going to go down with this ship because it's going to go down fast. It's going to be like the most fiery disaster in WWE history. And it's all going to like just death spiral in three months. I don't care what I'm doing. I don't care where I am. I don't care what my plans are. Vince McMahon wins Royal Rumble. I'm on that podcast. I don't care if I'm invited or not. I'm on that podcast. <laughs> it's just showing up. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, Crazy. So we got to talk about NXT, I guess. Let's do it. What did you think of Deadline? I was about to say, Deadline was fantastic. I thought for such a great show, this was not the greatest follow-up, but I absolutely loved Deadline. I loved the Iron Survivor Challenge. It, they did such a good job with that match. I know there was a lot of negativity about it when they heard it described, but watching it felt like Smash Brothers. It was like the real-life version of Super Smash Brothers, which I absolutely love, and they had all the scores there but it was easy to follow. And if somebody got a win, they got a win. And when they lost, they were banished, just like you get banished off the island or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was well done, kind of like Mario Kart type vibe. So I hope they keep doing it. And I love the New Day and Pretty Deadly match. That was an excellent tag team match. That was a very good match. Uh, Matt Houser, $5 saying, Thea Hale reminds me of Sherry O'Terry's SNL cheerleader. Game. I would just like to have like a 10th of Thea Hale's energy. Yeah. I feel like that's who they gave. I'm sure she'd never heard of Sherry O'Terry, unfortunately, because she's like 19 years old. But I feel like that's who they told her to study. Because even the gear does look like the Sherry O'Terry, Will Smith, or Will Smith, okay. Sherry O'Terry, Will Ferrell gear when they were doing the cheerleader sketch. And the way she's acting with all that energy and quirky does ring Sherry O'Terry. So good call, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, okay, let me open up the results. Let's dive into it. Let's talk about what happened on NXT. Let me think about another way to describe this while I fill time opening up the results. Will Smith would make one hell of a cheerleader, by the way. <laughs> Roxanne Perez and Grayson Waller got into a verbal altercation. Okay, so here, here's my deal with this. Roxanne Perez was out there cutting this babyface promo. Crowd loves her. They interrupt her with Grayson Waller. And Grayson Waller was out there tonight, like, just doing, like... This was Grayson Waller, like shit heel turned up to 11 tonight doing his thing. And then Braun Breaker interrupts and gets into it with Grayson Waller. And like, we move on. And then there's Roxanne Perez 
kind of yelling like, hey, I'm still here. Hey, yeah. Mandy, I'm still here. They just kind of combined these segments. It was not very well done. That's that's that that's where I'm just saying, like, okay, they that was a misstep tonight. I mean, but granted, it had me thinking that she wasn't gonna win. Uh, because they treated her like an afterthought in her own promo segment at the top of the show. But Mandy Rose uh, attacked her. That set things in motion for the match later at night. Uh, then we had J.D. McDonough getting checked out. The Creed Brothers coming in. Then we had Wesley versus Channing. Stacks Lorenzo. And uh, what did you think of this match and Wesley getting the win over Stax? I mean, I thought it was a good match. I'm praying for Wesley's back because <laughs> Stax did not seem interested in catching him. And yeah. he landed directly on his back after getting all that height. That was brutal. But this is a good match. I think Wesley just gets better every week. But, man, that, that spot really had me scared in terms of Wesley. But he seems fine after it. I'm sure he's going to wake up pretty sore. Yeah. Um, I thought this was good. Tony D'Angelo attacking after. I thought it was good. Just interesting, man. Like, and maybe, maybe this is part of it. And maybe this is where NXT, you know, the demo's gotten younger, Alfred. But this is where, this is maybe where I start to feel a little old because the people we talk about and the people we're excited about and the people that we go, oh, this is who we think the future of NXT is. Like, they're not getting those opportunities. I mean, Tony D'Angelo is very much like an afterthought at this point. Um... Yeah, it's uh, interesting just to see sort of some of the performers that we talk about and that we're excited about versus who's actually pushed and what is uh, being given priority, you know? Yeah, and I think that Tony D'Angelo is slowly but surely going to make a push toward the North American title. I do think they are setting him up to win the title. Hopefully it'll happen as part of a slow build to a major pay-per-view. Maybe it'll even happen on New Year's Evil. Oh. But I do think that Tony D'Angelo had been an afterthought, but I think part of that was because he was hurt for so long that they just mm. wanted to keep him on TV. And now that he can wrestle again, they're doing more with him. Yeah. Um, and then Dijak, who my wife misread it and thought his name was Bojack. So Bojack <laughs> went down to the ring to have a stare down with Wesley. Great cartoon, Bojack Horseman. Yes. Bojack Dijakovic. Booker T really putting him over too. Went from not knowing who the hell he was to now Booker T's a fan. Dream Realm Studios, $2. If Vince comes back, we riot at Alfred's Applebee's. Let's do it. Let's go. I mean, me and Vince were supposed to be at that Applebee's, but if he's got work to do, I'm going to need somebody to fill his shoes. Could you imagine? Like, it's like the Larry Sanders show right now or Succession. Vince is having secret meetings with people trying to consolidate power. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. He's probably just sitting, sitting in his limo in the back of his limo, and people are coming in and meeting with him in the limo, and then and then it leaving. explodes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might be the only way to get rid of him at this point. Oh Jesus! Now I'm not suggesting it, by the way. <laughs> I don't want those charcuterie payments to stop. <laughs> Do they put the WWE logo in the meats and cheese? Oh God, yeah. Okay. God, yeah, I insist upon it. That's that's key. They also Good. have like a, a, a Vince McMahon pissing on Tony Khan, kind of like a Calvin and Hobbes type thing. They've got that too. <laughs> okay, dude, you need to go on Fiverr <laughs> and generate that and then start selling that a pro wrestling tease. <laughs> that should be on the board of the charcuterie, actually. No, but dude, you need to merchandise that. That is brilliant. I'm doing it. You like sell a little mug? 
You know, you could sell mug. Yeah. You could sell, yeah, you could sell. That'd be great for the holidays. Maybe I can get that uh, rest delivered. Get you Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Everybody, <laughs> stop generating all those AI images and go and <laughs> order. Oh my God, the AI images. The AI images are sweeping the nation. <laughs> Crazy, man. It's scary, too. It is, it is scary. It is scary. Uh, the AI writing is scary. I you yeah. missed the other night uh, as a bonus at the end of the podcast. Go back and listen to Saturday's podcast. I had AI generate a road trip bromance with Braun Breaker and Apollo Cruz traveling cross country, chased by Tony D'Angelo, as Braun travels from Orlando to Los Angeles to try and win back his ex girlfriend. Like Thelma and Louise. Yeah, and they get into wacky misadventures. <laughs> AI, AI, stepping it up, man. It's great booking. Yes. Um, so we had Andre Chase and Thea Hale. They caught Duke Hudson shaking Drew Gulak's hand. I did not know there was a transfer portal to Chase University. That that does not sit well with me. It's like the forbidden door, the transfer portal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter were on commentary while Avi Nile and Tatum Paxley took on Toxic attraction, which ended in disqualification, fists flying everywhere. Uh, I mean, this is this it for toxic attraction in NXT? I absolutely think so. It depends on why Mandy Rose is dropping this title, but toxic attraction, maybe as a tag team, it seemed like they were building up that against Katana Chance and Caden Carter. But if they don't have Mandy Rose, it's not going to be much of an act. And I hate that this story, like we almost have to comment on the speculation because the speculation has become a story, Oh yeah. but I'm not seeing, I mean, I think I'm pretty good at the Google and the search and I'm not seeing like credible anything. I'm not seeing it either. I mean, I've looked up yeah. and down these streets looking for these pictures for strictly journalistic purposes, because I want to do my research and, you know, for strictly journalistic purposes, I've looked up and down looking for these pictures and I have not found them. And what the speculation we're talking about is, and there's going to be this speculation. It's only natural that she, uh, some Roxanne sort of won. Yes. Because Roxanne, there's some, maybe it's some sort of leaked photos. Roxanne won the Iron Survivor Challenge. And the deal was she was going to go to New Year's Evil to face Mandy Rose. So we're expecting this big bolt build, but they decided to just give it away. So there's speculation on why they're doing it so quickly. There's a story out there about potential leaked photos. But again, we want to reiterate that we have not seen any of them. And let me put this in context because I feel like this always gets uh, positioned as something that happens to female wrestlers. Um, I was telling Alfred off the air a few years ago when the hacks were happening, I get this frantic text message from Raj Geary on a Saturday morning. And he's like, "If you do you know where I can find these supposed leaked nude photos of Kevin Owens that are out there where he has <laughs> pierced nipples? And I'm like, I mean, Raj, you know how to use Google. We're the same age, dude. You should know how to use Google and Reddit and stuff as well as I do. But I had to find these photos and send them to Raj. And Raj is like, I don't think it's him. <laughs> but it's like, this is the this is not just a fee. I want to make this very clear. This is, I mean, and but then look at people like Seth. I mean, there are other people that have like inadvertently had photo leaks happen. Like, this is something that is not unique to to women like everyone i mean i think ricochet like other people oh, yeah, have had this happen and it's just like good lord like i guess this is where we have to remember when my case works like people are young people are younger Lil fizz no clue who that is Lil fizz is a member of b2k and he had his uh, booty oh. holes leaked 
It's a wild day on Twitter. <laughs> Wolf is, uh... <laughs> but yes, yeah, so this happens to men. This happens to women. This happens to all kinds of people. It's the world we're living. You know, everybody's pictures. If it's on your phone, that's connects to well. a cloud, and it could be everywhere at a moment's notice. Paige Soraya, who I was talking about, went through that, which is very unfortunate. And amazing that she's mentally dealt with it as well as uh, she has. Yeah, it was a very traumatic experience. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, speaking of B2K, uh, I had Chat GPT and OpenAI yesterday write a sequel. You got served to the the Revenge of Wade's crew. Mm. Riveting wow. stuff. Yeah, Wade's gonna come back. Wade's gonna come back. He's gonna kill Mister Rad. Oh God! I, I put that in there, and uh, I had it open with uh, where uh, Elgin is now a uh, 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 process server, and he serves Wade with his divorce papers and says, "You got served." And then Beautiful is a tennis instructor, plays against Wade and says, you got served. And then David works at a restaurant and waits on Wade and says, you got served. And that's what puts I, Wade over the top. I need that in my life. Yes. Lil' Kim also has a pivotal, pivotal cameo. <laughs> Street style. No rules. That's how she likes it. I've seen the end of You Got Served at least 10 times. Is it because you're about to watch Rampage? No, it's no. I wish TNT was showing. You got served. It's always on cable. Like you got served is never not on cable. Mm. There is not a day that goes by that a cable channel is not showing. You got served. Oh well, good for them getting royalty. I hope Omarion uh, has so. some ownership. Hope he does. Yes, that and thus concludes my weekly material on you got served. Yeah, I remember watching it just to learn the dance moves. Don't really know what the story was, but I had what? fun with it. Little Saint, and they have to come together as the Little Saints. At the yeah, end. see, I, I understood it was something like that, but I was really only interested in the dance moves. Jack Hayes in it. Oh, that's right. And then Ladybugs was on another Jack Hay classic. Okay. Uh, Ryan Woolridge, two dollars. What's the status of Bobby Lashley with WWE? Uh, don't get worked, Ryan. This is all part of a storyline. And I mean, if I didn't know any better, I think they were building Bobby Lashley versus Adam Pierce, which surely I don't think that's what's happening, but. We'll see. It's one of those cliffhanger endings to Raw. 
Baby Ice is saying write a step up four. Baby Ice, I, mean, I think I'm just going to make your day here. There's actually five step up movies in the U.S. and a sixth one that was only released in China. And now there's a TV series. I found that out from Glenn, too, and I did not know that. Step Up 4 Revolution is the exact same plot as Break Into Electric Boogaloo. Oh, yes. I like, they're trying to save their neighborhood from, like, an evil developer. There's more reasons to dance. I mean, they got to stop with the save your neighborhood stuff. What about, you know, trying to get off of Twitter? <laughs> so I got to dance. Got to dance your way off of Twitter. Well, in the first Step Up, Channing Tatum, who looks 40 years old going to high school, um is trying to help the girl he likes i guess get into julia Hart or some school or something in the second one there is a dance competition that is underground that the school is forbidden from competing in but they do anyhow in the third one some of the characters from part two go to new york and then get involved in the underground dance battle scene there and the fourth one they're saving their neighborhood and then step up five step up all in is like the fast five of the step up universe where they bring together characters from all the movies who are in las vegas in a big dance competition damn yeah see if they had enough discipline they could have done a step up versus you got served universes oh like God. mcu versus marvel could you imagine could you imagine half the dancers disappear and you got to get them back <gasps> These are the things I write on OpenAI. I was working today. <laughs> I was like, write a musical, a jukebox musical set to the music of Weezer about four friends from high school who play Dungeons and Dragons and drift apart as they go to college and make <laughs> make the storyline tie into the songs. Like, you know, but yeah, step up. You got served crossover. I like that. Uh, Ron Taylor, $10 saying, I think it's stupid to have Mandy drop the title. If there are indeed leaks, 2022 using a storyline, Mandy's box office. Hope this doesn't derail her. She deserves a main roster push. I think she's going to the main roster. I hope she does. And I do think it would be ridiculous. I do think that we're past the days of, it's such an Arcanian thing. It feels like something Vince McMahon would do. And maybe he is back. You know what I mean? In terms of all oh, this woman's body is on the internet. No, she cannot hold a fake title of mine. Like it's who cares? Honestly, God, we need to normalize. And listen, we shouldn't normalize invading people's privacy and putting it online. But this reaction, the shame that you should be shamed for this, I think is very archaic. Well, and if this all ends up being bullshit, which it very again, it very well could. Um, let me also just state that it's like there's nothing wrong with them deciding, you know what, it's the end of the year. We want to bring her back up to the main roster and uh, let's fast track this and give Roxanne a chance, you know? Yeah. I think my, Roxanne is the right woman to win this match. It just happened so quickly. And I think that this definitely needed a build. So of course there's going to be speculation and it does seem that something is amiss in terms of how quickly they just took that title off of her because Mandy Rose has had that title for a very long time for over a year. And I do think there should have been more fanfare in terms of her losing that title. Yeah. Um, and I'm still not seeing any, Evident, like I'm seeing a ton of people talking about this. Well, because here's the thing, and Alfred, I'm going to be transparent with our audience because I I do think we we try and keep it really real here, really real here. But it's like, look, man, if this all ends up to be bullshit, I'm deleting this podcast and it's not coming out tonight because I don't want us to talk about all this if there's no truth to it whatsoever. So, look, if if you are in the chat room and you are looking for this, I do not want you to post links. I do not want to see the material i didn't know i pass it to me but it's like if somebody credible is reporting on this with authority please dm me because i think if i don't see anything uh to validate this by the end of the show i don't see the value in even 
putting this discussion up. Please DM me these pictures too, um, for investigative purposes. I'd like uh, make sure I investigate correctly. What? I need to see these pictures for investigative purposes. I got a job to do. Can't take you anywhere, man. <laughs> um, so strange, you know. And the internet. I mean, lesser extent, right? But it's like internet also writes its own stories all the time. All the time. Like everyone's like, oh, Cindy Lauper turned down being in the Hall of Fame. And then finally, like I think I tagged her once and Cindy Lauper's like, that's not true. I never did that. Because people have been saying that for 10 years now. Yeah. And this is a carny business. And a lot of times these stories are planted from within these companies in order to weed out who the rats are and whatnot. So there's always going to be a level of carnyism at every level in pro wrestling. And unfortunately, this is another case of that. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird how people uh, just take something and run with it this way. But yeah, I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing anything. I'm not seeing anything except people talking and speculating about this. Right. Yeah. Just speculation, and maybe that's just what it is. Is that because she lost the title so quickly, people are now running to their own conclusions? Yeah. It's, I mean, that's kind of weird too, right? Because if you're like, hey, I, you know, the only reason she had to drop this was because of this. Um, like, is that putting over someone more to, like, spread a rumor? I don't know. It's very weird. Very weird. Yeah, you never know whose uh, party it's coming from. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to end up getting so many viruses on my computer trying to track down. <laughs> uh, Fat Matt, uh, $2. No, I, I, I had to retire doing scripts due to uh, uh, the optics of it now are not good. Glenn does not want to do a black voice. I mean, scripts doesn't sound inherently of any. I mean, scripts through a vocoder. It's a, it it's a video. It's a video recording device. It's more like a deep throat type thing. I think this is going to be the first episode in years that never actually gets released of the rest. Deep of the throat. Podcast. No, no. Deep throat is like you know, like Nixon. <laughs> no, I'm trying to be dirty. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You know, in Watergate, like there wasn't like an anonymous. They didn't like distort. Like, uh, oh, why am I blanking on his name? I know his name. He lived. Mark Felt, right? Did I get it right? I think that was Mark Felt, yeah. But if, isn't I that I where Deep Throat that. came from in terms of the voice being disguised? That's all I was trying to say. I don't... Is that where it came from? I yes. think... No, he... They gave Parking him... Wait, is everything you know about the Watergate conspiracy from watching the movie Dick? No, I've actually <laughs> never seen that movie, but I heard oh, Dick is, is actually a very funny movie. But uh, no, I, they they knew who it was. Woodward and Bernstein knew that it was Mark Felt. They talked to Mark mm. Felt. They gave him a, a nickname, mm. you know. But I uh, just want to clarify, I was not being dirty. Oh, I mean, well, but the name at the time, like you can't. I mean, granted, we live in a world where Tony Khan said Forbidden Door. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> and no one will possibly think. That there's anything funny about that in a juvenile way <laughs> no one but yes uh my dms are open if anyone can just even show me a credible journalist talk actually you know what i'm gonna dm a credible journalist right now we can comment on the speculation i know okay, it just, it just it's gonna be out weird. there and people are and it's unfortunate but as long as we are being responsible which i feel we're being responsible in saying that we believe that this is only speculation if we have not seen anything that we're telling the truth 
there should be questions asked, not those kind of questions, but there should be question asked in terms of why did Mandy Rose immediately drop that title when there was a plan for her to be at New Year's Evil? That's, is it injury? Maybe it's injury. Wait, did I just uh, do something wrong? I think I just sent a DM to somebody, but now I'm not seeing the DM. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, huh. No, maybe I DM somebody about this. I don't know. Well, we're all going to find out together and uh, get well yeah. soon. It's going to be funny if it's public who I DM'd about this. Um, But we'll see. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so back to NXT. Let's talk. Uh, Brooks and Dunn were backstage with Fallon Henley. Getting a love triangle situation going on. Yes, we had a Trick and Carmelo backstage. Yeah, uh, I hope they're not going to split these guys up because it seemed like there is a little bit of tension there in terms of Carmelo losing. And I'm sure this is just a one-off argument, but it's way too early to split these guys up. And I don't think you have to split them up at any point. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, I guess I should text Raj and see if he knows if there's any truth. <laughs> it's funny that Raj wasn't the first person I thought about. <laughs> uh, oh, Dream Realm, no. Uh, so people, I think, um, I think people know this. Like Matt Morgan and I had a deal with Stereo and we were doing Stereo. And we appreciate you all tuning in for that. Like, we had a great time creating that content. Um, but yeah, the deal expired. And then Matt got busy with his political career and we just stopped doing it but i need to, i mean i'm doing game boys to men now with jeff gersman we're talking about a lot of uh old video game stuff more if you can't get enough of my randomness and stories like that podcast on jeff's patreon is definitely the one for you awesome um and uh i don't know i think i think we'd be doing another podcast or two in the new year yellow jackets buzz is going to come back Woo! so uh yeah march uh okay When's Yellow Jackets coming back? March 24th. Oh, this one is. Okay. Yeah. So we'll bring the podcast back. Um, yes. Anyhow, uh, let's talk about Von Wagner versus Odyssey Jones tonight. Odyssey got the win. Big hoss fight. I'm surprised kind of surprised he got the win here. Me too. I thought that they were going to, and I'm kind of pleasantly surprised. And I thought this match could have used more of a buildup, but it was a nice house fight. Yeah, it's exciting. I think Odyssey yeah. Jones is is going to be something. I think they need to focus more on him, and they're doing a good job protecting him. I know he was hurt for a while, but I really do feel like he could be something like a big deal. Yeah, that's why I dressed up like him for Halloween last year. Um. Oh. Jesus. Uh, okay, now, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, everyone's well, now. I'm reading other people's Twitter. Raj just uh, said what rumors, so it's like now I got to explain stuff to. <laughs> this is the most unraveled. Issa, you picked a hell of a week. You yeah. picked a hell of a week to miss to miss this. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. More details will come out, and hopefully it's much to do about nothing. But it is very strange that they decide. I really do want to see the reason why they decided to take that title off her so suddenly. Yes. Yes. 
Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Okay, let's stop talking about it. How about that? Yeah, How about sure. we respect the privacy of everybody involved and move on? The chat room is this, people just start asking questions. You know, people just ask questions about things. People want to know. Get well soon, Raj. Oh, yes. Okay, so people know. Yes, that's what Raj just texted me, that he's getting surgery, waiting. And I texted him to say, hey, man, what do you know about this Mandy Rose yeah. rumor? The last thing he's thinking of. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I want to make it clear, because I don't think I said this in a couple months. I'm not a journalist. You're a journalist. I'm not a journalist. No, I'm a columnist, man. People tell me stuff, and I get a lot of high-quality sources telling me stuff because wrestling journalism is so shitty. So, yeah, sure, I'll pass things along because I work for a famous publication, but I get paid for my opinion. And yeah, I've broken <laughs> stories, but I make columnists. I cannot be any clear about that. Jur columnists are journalists with personality, and that's what I am. Yes, uh, Alfred's defense is I'm like Tucker Carlson. No, God, no. I'm a lot more handsome than him. Uh, I'll take Stephen A. Smith or uh, Skip Bayless. Let's let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh... At Pro Wrestling Bits. Um, okay, so... I thought Von Wagner was getting going to get a little bit of a push. That has not happened. Uh, let's talk about Ikemanjiro versus Javier Bernal. Yeah, and let's not bury the lead in terms of, yeah, Javier Bernal lost this match, but then we got your boy Scripps entering a program with Ikemanjiro. So I think we know what Scripps' ceiling was <laughs> in terms of his comeback to NXT. Oh, that mask. That mask. Terrible mask. Yes. Terrible. Why did they think that was a good idea? So is Scripps going to start wearing that jacket around now? Because he did. Did he steal Ikemenjiro's jacket? <laughs> I think I, that, I believe. Yeah, that he can only he can only improve the gimmick at this point, right? Yeah, take the attention away from his mask. But like, what? Who? Who said this is a good idea? Because he's super athletic. Oh yeah, he didn't. Need, here's the thing: Scripps could have been anybody else. Like reggie does not need to wear a mask and have any kind of gimmick like this he could just be reggie in nxt not only would he be more over but he would do these great flips scripts not so much wrestling inc wrestling inc podcast fans this is scripts the real scripts the man you see on tv that is not me that is not the real scripts you all made fun of me on this dumbass podcast so they replaced me with reggie <laughs> that's the real scripts ladies and gentlemen the real scripts will not be silenced Scripts. Free scripts. Anyhow. Oh, you miss scripts, man. You know, it's weird. He, me and scripts, me and Uncle Howdy, we can just never coordinate our schedules. It's very strange. Every time you go to get a can of white energy, one of them just comes on the screen and they leave before you get back. I told you they changed the name to Silver Energy now. Is that because of, did they get backlash because of the white you energy think, thing? You think? Oh, I think they did. Do they really? Maybe, I don't I mean. White energy is a wild name. Who in their right <laughs> freaking mind in any year after like, oh, I don't know, 1972 would say that white energy <laughs> is an appropriate name for a soft drink? I think they knew what they were doing. And I think they knew there would be publicity behind this backlash and changing it. And I think they did it for the gram. And they were like, you know, Elon Musk taking over Twitter. There's going to be a crowd for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Hive Social can't come back up soon enough. Maybe yeah, it's been week. down. I did I get know. an account. I know. I'm so, so bummed about that. Really was enjoying it there. I hope uh, it makes a triumphant return with all of its problems in its rear view mirror. But Kevin Jiro won this match, attacked, attacked by uh, not the real scripts, the fake scripts. Oh, it's Jacket. So now he's got the jacket and the mask. Maybe, ooh, maybe he's going to collect different costume parts from ooh. different wrestlers. There was a wrestler who did that. I think it was PCO. He had a gimmick like that where he stole Bret Hart's sunglasses. He stole his leather jacket and he just started. And then the Repo Man also went to steal from people. So next in a long line of thieves. Yes. Um, New Day had a segment. But before that, we had Wendy Chu, who explained that our issues with Cora Jade were deep-seated and... Uh, uh, born of a slumber party gone awry. Yeah, they're trying with Winnie Chu. I'll give them that. They're trying for character development or whatever they're going for. But I just cannot take this woman in a onesie seriously where she's been acting like a child for the past year. And now she's having this crisis, which I really do think that this character is having a meltdown. But we're supposed to now sympathize with Wendy Chu for being sad she got water thrown on her so they're really gonna have to maybe even change the character altogether before i start really feeling sympathy for her well it's good she's talking about it oh yeah she's working through her issues to start it's how the healing begins she just committed so hard to it and it's really hard to take it seriously i like it committed with uh yeah no i like how hard they're trying it's just i just couldn't i couldn't get into it it's a gimmick with a ceiling, and the ceiling is the mid card. I like the Wendy Chu gimmick. Don't get me wrong. This iteration that we're getting right now, where she's basically having a therapy session, yes, is a little weird. I, but maybe she's moving on from the gimmick. Maybe that's how yeah, they're going to say, like, I yeah, started absolutely. talking through my issues, and you know, today I'm going to try getting dressed and not just wearing a onesie. Yeah, let her hair down. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about New Day. Booker, so salty on commentary about Kofi breaking his record. Yeah. And throughout the night, I don't know if they're teasing something with Booker and the New Day because yeah, there was I felt a like moment it. where Vic Joseph brought up the New Day, like, oh, the New Day will be here tonight. And Booker's like, let's just move on. Yeah. And Kofi had a slick line for Booker T. So maybe they're teasing something. Maybe, oh, here we go. I'm going to fantasy book it again. Maybe Booker helps pretty deadly, and then the New Day gets an assist from Tyler Breeze. Oh, bring back Tyler. Hey, his best friend is in NXT. I know. So now or never, before Vince McMahon comes back. He posted that on Instagram. He posted like a Tyler Breeze highlight reel. Mm. So it makes us, but no, this promo was good. Where was Joe Gacy to defend pretty deadly for not knowing the Pledge of Allegiance? Yeah. That's prime Joe Gacy defense material. They shouldn't have been ostracized. Too much patriotism going on in NXT. It was a little, like, it did feel, I don't know. I love America as much as the next guy, but sometimes these things feel a little forced. It was pretty heavy-handed in that, like, you have to sing the national anthem or the, the Pledge, Pledge of, of Allegiance to get the Pledge of Allegiance to Which get a title shot. Which is weirder than the national anthem when you think about it. The national anthem yeah. is like, this is our country song. Pledge of Allegiance is like, I am pledging my allegiance. Yeah. To a flag. Very cultish. The United States of America. From the Republic to which it stands, one nation. Under I know, it's kind of a... never, never going to forget. Never going to forget the pledge. 
We'd have to do it every day. And now, these days, I'm sure that there are kids who protest or take a knee during the Pledge of Allegiance. And you know what? In this country, you should have the freedom to do that. I agree. Um, you know, this storyline is backwards, though, in that the New Day told Brooks and Dunn to say the Pledge. It really would be a little more believable if Brooks and Dunn told the New Day, you got to say the Pledge of Allegiance you want to title on our... You know what I mean? That would be the storyline, is that Brooks and Dunn tell the New Day that you've got to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, as heels, of course, Brooks and Dunn. Yes. Um, okay, why am I showing a new DM notification? But... Is Booker T really working raw next weekend? That's what Brian M is saying. Very interesting. Okay. Thank you to the person who has now given some credibility to the leak rumors. All right. And I, I don't, I mean, over this, like, this is. Much ado. The I'm, I'm not sending this DM DM Alfred at this is nasty. Oh, the, the most appropriate screen name DM uh, DM Mr. Nasty at this is nasty <laughs> uh, because he can't be left out of this. But no. okay, so it, there may have been there may have been some content, and that's what. Okay, so the podcast remains, but we've gotten to the conclusion of what people are speculating about. Okay, well, let's have a conversation off air about that. Um, oh, and the image disappeared. That's fine. Um, okay, so let's <laughs> fuck man. Tonight, Isa. I hope 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 you're feeling better. Yeah, you picked the wrong night to miss this podcast, Isa. <laughs> Um, so this was good, but it looks like we're gonna get uh Brooks and Dunn against the New Day before Pretty Deadly against the New Day, possibly. Sure, I think you should build to the rematch between New Day and Pretty Deadly. And I could see the New Day having maybe a one, two month run in NXT and then dropping the titles back to Pretty Deadly. They did put them over pretty strong on the show, and Kofi saying that he's been telling people for years about Pretty Deadly. And I also uh do think that uh, Pretty Deadly and The New Day are going to have a banger of a rematch, and uh, and they're really going to try to put them over. Brian M., $2, the same booker, is working Raw next weekend. I think that's reality of wrestling. I'm oh, sorry. reality wrestling. Sorry. See, <laughs> it was, it capitalize the W. The problem is I try and yeah. compensate for any typo, so he's working reality of wrestling, not Raw. Okay. Uh, there we go. Row, not Raw. Row. Um, New Day was super over, by the way. I mean, these people love New Day. Listen, I would rather a crowd be too annoying than a dead crowd, but this crowd, oh my god, every third word they're chanting. They said Santa, they chanted Santa. They said, Oh, yeah, Santa's in the audience. Yes. Um, so that was a very fun, very good segment. Then we had JD Madonna versus Brutus Creed with JD McDonough getting the win. Good for him. And they did bring up the fact that he did not get a single pinfall during the Iron yeah. Survivor Challenge. He was shut out. Kind of crazy. Horrible. Um, what about backstage? We saw Electro Lopez, Lash Legend, uh, attacked by Indy Harwell. They got to improve how they book these women because this is a, I I the second or third segment with women where they're all just screaming like chickens with their heads cut off, just screaming at the top of their lungs, fighting each other. And it just seemed so fake. Now, this is one of the going to be one of the benefits with 
Roxanne Perez is that, you know, in the early stages of a title reign, there is that air of unpredictability and anything can happen. So I do think this is going to pre present more credible opportunities for women going forward, just because with Mandy, it seemed like when you start talking about someone being champion for a hundred days, 200 days, 300 days, like it is the NXT style that you get that belt, you hold it for at least six months. And then it's going to be another year before anyone takes it off you. Right. And I would say that early in the title reign is actually the most predictable part. Oh, you because think so? even, if, even if it's not going to be that long of a reign, people don't typically expect somebody to lose a title on their first offense unless you're RVD and you get pulled over for weed. But <laughs> if you win a title, they're going to expect the first couple of like MJF is going to uh, defend the title against Ricky Starks. He's a 50 to one favorite right now to retain his title because nobody really expects that first reign or that first title match to be the one where he loses the title. So you're saying, I think WWE needs to do more of that. You think Roxanne Perez is the MJF of NXT? Yeah, I do think that. <laughs> she is exactly if, like MJF. If, if Roxanne Perez comes out next week and cuts a you people gimmick, I will <laughs> I will say this was the most brilliant shit NXT has ever done if she's been a secret heel the entire time. That would I be know. incredible. She's such a perfect baby face, though. Just being undersized. She's got a great face for being a baby face. Very likable and... You know, they're really driving home the thing with Booker T. So I don't know if they're going to ever do an angle where a bunch of women attack Booker T. Or, you know, they're going to incorporate him into this storyline because she is a reality of wrestling graduate. And Booker T had a very emotional moment at the uh, Iron Survivor Challenge at Deadline after she won. And again, tonight was more of the same. Yeah. Um. So then we had Zoe Stark backstage with Mackenzie Mitchell. So it looks like her and Nikita are going to keep this feud going. It was weird too. Like when they were talking to Zoe, they were turning the camera a little bit where there was all this space on the right. And I was like, Nikita's going to run in right and attack her. And it never happened. Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting that too. Yeah. I mean, they framed it like that was, so I, I was swerved. You don't need the swerved prank show to still swerve me. WWE swerved lives on in my heart. It's good camera work. Yes. Um, so, Lyra, how am I screwing this up? Lyra Valkyra. What's going on with Amari Miller, man? I feel bad I mean, for Amari Miller. They do use her in that kind of jobber position. No, what's good, up with she's that? She's fine, but you know, I'm sure she's just has to sing for a supper a little bit until she starts making her way up the ranks. But yeah, yeah they're not really doing anything with her. And I felt like early on when she first debuted, they were really kind of getting behind her. Um, Lyra was cool. I mean, I'll be curious how much they commit to this gimmick and yeah, stick I hope with they the do. Yeah. I thought she looked great. I thought she looked really good. Yeah, it was different. It's got like uh it's 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 like a mashup of so many different cultural things that it almost seems a little original. Yeah. That's you a good know? point. Well, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, it's kind of like a Wonder Woman type thing, like she's from like a warrior tribe society, and then there's like a little bit of uh indigenous influence and yeah. It's cool. I mean, I think it's a cool gimmick. Um, so yeah, she won her debut match. Crowd seemed okay with it. Um, we had Axiom backstage with Mackenzie Mitchell. Mackenzie Mitchell is consistently the most delightful thing on NXT. She's very good at her job. She's the best backstage announcer in WWE, possibly in all of wrestling. Renee Paquette obviously yeah. is probably the standard bearer, but Mackenzie Mitchell's really good at her job and she's just the type to where, and I say this every week, but anytime I see her backstage, I'm like, well, why are they wasting her just backstage? Like as good as she is at this, like it needs 
to be explored in terms of whether it's commentary, whether it's being a mouthpiece for somebody or even a character on screen. I think they could do much more with her. Yeah. Um, so Duke Hudson versus Damon Kemp. What'd you think of this? Yeah, they're really doing the slow build to where Duke Hudson is going to turn on Andre Chase, but I didn't like the fact they just fed Damon Kemp to Duke Hudson, but it is what it is, and he did win, and he's doing the sweet chin chase music, it appears. Hmm. Like Shawn Michaels, he's stomping, and they're supposed to be saying chase you, but not as good as Andre Chase's spot. Yes. Duke Hudson getting that win. Um, So, Mandy Rose versus Roxanne Perez. Match itself, I think, was good but not great. Uh, but the crowd loves Roxanne, man. Yeah, and that's great. There's not enough WWE and AEW have casting problems where there's a lot of baby faces who get booed, and there's a lot of heels who get cheered. And for whatever reason, they're not doing a good job casting in these roles, which I don't want to hear that. Oh, it's really hard to make a no, it's you should be able to make baby faces and heels, and they're doing a great job with Roxanne in that regard. Um, but the crowd was so into this and so happy. And I think that that was great to see. And I'm going to give Roxanne a chance. I mean, I think that she's got a natural charisma that someone like Braun Breaker certainly lacks. Um, so even though really think Brian, I think he's charismatic. I just think they're not doing enough with him. Okay. If you could pick any member of the NXT roster to go to Applebee's with, would Braun Breaker (laughs) Be in your top five choices. He's more of a fishing guy. He'd be maybe he'd be in the top five, but I don't know about going to Applebee's with Braun. I'd want to go to Applebee's with Carmelo and Trick because I think they'd be good wingmen. I think we'd have a good time, and I think it'd be a vibe. But Braun, maybe go out on the water and uh, catch a couple of fish. I mean, you can leave an Applebee's. You're stuck on that boat, bro. <laughs> I have no problem with it. I'm telling you, man. I'm a I'm a Braun believer. I'm investing early on Braun Breaker. Okay. Okay. Um. I feel like Mandy definitely went out of her way to make Roxanne look good during this match. Yeah, she did a good job doing the honors. And she probably just realizing this is the end of a big title run, so I've got to make it count. And she definitely did. Yeah. Um, I was surprised when it happened. I thought, I mean, honestly, my thought was that we were getting worked tonight with, because I guess Mandy had also posted something earlier uh, and there was backstage speculation that people assumed tonight this was going to happen, and I thought we were being worked. Yeah. Yeah, and I would see they've done stuff like that before. So, But it looks like this is a real deal, and it was just very weird how much they rushed that. But I think, and I hope they don't rush toward Roxanne and Cora. I really do think that Cora will be the one to take that title off Roxanne, just not now. Yeah. So... Okay. What a night. Mandy Rose 30 point. minutes ago tweeted thank you. And, you know, I believe that's because of the run that she had. And, uh, but, you know, it was a hell of a run. It was uh, very historic. Yeah. 413 nope. days. Which is crazy. I mean, that's the third longest. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Um, so... Hell of a run, you know. Hell of a run, new champion. Very exciting. We'll see where they go from here. 
I still think Nikita Lyons WrestleMania weekend becomes NXT Women's Champion. And they really did screw up that thing with Nikita Lyons because she should have been the one. But you know, this is a this is a fine pivot. Yeah, twenty seven seventy one followers for Javier Bernal, so he's climbing. Go follow Javier Bernal WWE. Absolutely. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Alfred Zed, this is Nasty. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. We'll be back here Friday. Hope Issa feels better tomorrow night, AEW coverage, and we'll see you next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.